0: What's up, everybody? It's V2 Sports, and we're back with the recap episode from week one. It was a very eventful weekend in college football, but as y'all know, we're not going to go over every game, just SEC. So before I even get started with the whole, you know, going by game, anybody got any statements they want to make?
1: You already know. All right. So before we get into anything, I want to remind everybody this is just week one a lot of these people a lot of these players they have to establish a connection with their team specifically the quarterbacks and the transfers on defense for any team I mean even even Haines. Haynes uh I said Haynes Haines, Haynes my bad Haynes Hain, King you doing him. my bad okay Haynes King he even him He's only played like two, three career games. He hasn't even established himself a connection with the offense because he has had no experience. Same for Rattler, same for Dart. They have had no experience with their team in a key situation where they can actually find a connection with their team. When you when you play nobodies, it's really hard to do that. And specifically like for those three guys and even more like in other positions, I'm just saying you have to establish that connection when you're down to an SEC team. When when everything matters, you have to lock in and you have to establish that connection. None of them have had that before because none of them have played it. As soon as they play it, all, all of the hate towards them will go away because we've known how, how much the offseason hype has circled around all three of them as well as more players in the transfer portal. We, we just got to realize that that as soon as they click they will be good so uh,
2: yeah I'd uh, agree with Jackson not just qBs wise though it's just team in general you know, know it's it's literally just one week it doesn't matter what team won it doesn't matter what team lost you can get maybe you know an idea of what it could potentially look like but uh, I mean, like Jackson said, you're just trying to find a rhythm with your team, and playing lower-level teams is not going to help you do that.
1: Yeah. All right. So, except for Mike Wright, I mean, <laughs> Mike Wright's going crazy.
0: Like he's bef- before
1: he's already podcast, established that connection.
0: Me and me and Caleb were gathering up some stats for uh, this graphic we're dropping later this week, and Mike Wright is currently top five. For these stats in the entire SEC, All right? I think. Let me let me go back and check. Just to explain, well, to I, I have it right here. He's he, he's I, played two I, games compared to everybody else's. No,
2: one. no, 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 Hold
3: no. On this now. was week one only. This was week and one I, only. I have them right here. I have them right here actually. So he did get top five in passing, which he had 245 yards last week against Elon and um, he was super close. He had, I believe it was a little over 100. He was super close to being top five for rushing as well. I know he had, six, was it six total TDs last week, yep. boys? Yep. He and has the most. That's just insane, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he has the most touchdowns in the SEC right now of any quarterback.
3: Of course, it's only Elon, but just six TDs in general says a lot about your play style.
1: I just want to say something. People are always complaining about how Vanderbilt's like, oh yeah, this is Elon, this is Hawaii that they're beating. Dude, no Vandy quarterback has ever done that against anybody. You have to it's realize that. It's only like that. the first two or three. I know. First yeah. two or three games, uh, it's like, right, I'm CFA just saying. Heart I'm just saying. For the
0: mm-hmm. Wake Forest game.
1: That's going to be one of the games of the year. I, I'm almost 100%. Mike Wright is uh, the only reason Vanderbilt will be in that game. Wake Forest has no defense. But this will, be this will be a shootout. This will be a shootout. How many
0: turnovers
1: prob- did they
0: force against uh, Hawaii?
1: No, 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 We're talking about Wake Forest. I said Wake. Forest. I said uh, Wake. I said I wake Forest no, defense, defense is horrible. I'm going to be honest. I expect Mike Wright to have the same exact game probably better than Elon because I truly think I, I'm going to call it. Uh, I'll I'll say it in the next one. I'll say yeah, the,
0: I was about to say, Doug, we, we still got to record on the field. All right, so anybody got any more uh, soapbox statements they want to make like Jackson did to start out this
3: episode? Uh, yeah, I will. Just overall, you can't really expect too much, uh, especially for a game. like I know there's a few teams out there who really was expected to win and win by big. Uh, just playing smaller schools, you can't expect them to open up the playbook completely. Uh, keeping it very yeah. vanilla. You've seen that with a bunch of teams, actually. Even even teams like bigger-name teams playing tougher opponents, you've seen them kind of keeping it vanilla. You don't want to open everything up week one. That's yeah. just probably the worst thing you possibly can do. I think week two, you're going to see them dig a little deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper every single week. Um, but I was pretty surprised with multiple teams, believe it or not. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into that very soon, but just overall impressed with how the whole you know conference played and yeah. i think it's going to be a very very interesting season
1: Florida even florida like ran a vanilla playbook and still like still won i mean like i know i know like almost the entire sec besides a couple teams like arkansas and missouri didn't but you know like th- that's what i've heard
0: all right y'all ready to go over the games
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, indeed. All right, so
3: it was one time. It was one time. Damn,
0: I thought we'd pass that. All right, so we're gonna actually go from the most recent game back to the Thursday night slate. <clears throat> so, uh, the Tennessee L- game. I, no, we're we're gonna start with a Monday or Sunday. My bad. Oh, my uh, bad. LSU. What happened?
1: Okay, Beautiful. LSU. Uh, th- this is a horrible performance. FSU is not even a top they're not even a, they suck fSU sucks i I truly believe every other SEC team would week
0: be one fSU is always incredible because they played who last year week one and kept it really damn close they played I mean, who? Tra-
2: travis Travis played good but here's travis the problem is, is lSU special teams absolutely killed lSU it just demolished
1: there's only been one there's only been one maybe two sec teams that i've seen have a good special teams over the weekend like wow like it's you know embarrassing another player
3: i want to point out that i started watching the game uh was a little late to it but another player was jared Verse looked very good off the edge um making plays which made lsu's whole offensive line just look bad You've seen Jaden Daniels running pretty much all over the field because he couldn't throw the ball. rush. They hey
0: FSU sent a three-man rush and got two people back there nine out of ten times. Wait, What's can I know? say something? Yeah, go for it.
1: <laughs> okay. So l- let me let me say something. Okay. So FSU, e- they're playing they're playing FSU and their guys were getting injured left and right. Imagine when they play SEC competition. Like, wow. And it's not even that. Special teams was horrible. The only bright spot was Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels in the second half looked promising. Very, very promising. In the first half, we all...
3: Especially on the last drive. Not meaning to cut you me, off, but that drive was very I,
1: What I said earlier, you know how I said establishing connections with your team? That drive established his connection to the team. I'm okay, sure we sure. all agree that. I'm sure we all agree with that that drive established his connection, and he will have success from then on. Uh, but I, I truly think that drive like actually connected him with the team like finally after all this time and i don't I, know
0: like i don't know who, i didn't mean to cut you off who was LSU, who was lsu's
3: quarterback last year was it max, max johnson yeah. it was max johnson but he transferred out right. he lost
1: the job to haynes king uh oh yeah
0: um my whole thing is how do you know that you have an elite like caliber wide receiver, and you only target him six times?
1: It. I don't think that's much on Dan. I, I mean, I. I. I think he's just. Was he wide open on most of the plays? I. I don't think he was that open. He I think wasn't he was wide open, lot. but
0: he was. He was getting. Well, but they only had two stuff, catches. They were catchable. They were catchable. Two and catches only. Yeah, didn't
1: he have like
3: three drops though? Yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch good. the
0: entirety of
2: that he, game. He but played the a, thing about it, the thing about it is is if he's a top wide receiver, not only in the SEC, but in college football, you should expect a high level of play from him and exactly. being able to make catches yeah. and make a play. He did nothing against FSU.
1: I've been saying all offseason K Kay, K Sean isn't the receiver we all think he is. See. And I I've I've even said Tillman is the best receiver. I even helped make the graphic. Everybody I've said, is the best. me receiver. and
0: Jackson. Well, not everybody, but most of everybody came in there, I was about to say. not number one. Why Kayshawn not number one? If you watch Sunday's game, you realize why we didn't put Kayshawn at number one. After that game, I'm being dead honest with you. He's bottom five. On the top He's like eight. Oh, 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 I
1: was about to say.
0: After that performance with a lackluster defense such as FSU's – or my bad, a lackluster secondary, and you have that bad of a game, and your quarterback's making consistent throws, it's on you at that point. Yeah,
1: completely agree. There
3: there was definitely a bright spot on LSU, and everyone would expect it to be – considering it's receiving, would expect it to be – Kayshawn, and it wasn't it was Lorray I believe his name is lebre out of uh LSU he looked really good and uh he finished with 46 yards but I believe uh is it Lorray or Jure I think it's Jure that's J- jure, Jenkins. Okay. Yeah, jure
1: yeah. Jenkins yeah jure Jenkins yeah I don't know I, why I
3: said Lorray my bad. I, apologies
1: yeah I I was about to bring him up if you because uh, I was wondering who who is Lorra but
3: yeah I, yeah Nope, yeah, no, no.
1: But uh, I, I was, I was saying he, he is, he is incredibly underrated. He's one of the most underrated wide receivers, uh, wide receiver twos in the SEC, I think. And he stepped up last year when Kayshawn was out, and I think he's stepping up, and he could take that wide receiver one spot from Kayshawn if he sucked like he did Sunday.
3: Yeah, he had a great last drive. I think that's where he shined the most. Uh, I know he was the other end of the TD pass uh, to almost tie the game. So yeah. I mean oh God, back to special teams. It's just right, that's right. just poor. All right,
0: boys. We've we've covered LSU for long enough, so let's go back to the other Saturday slates. <clears throat> all right, so I'm gonna go to some of the, you know, once again lackluster like, in, games. Because there were Miss, there, there was Mississippi one game state in Memphis in particular on Saturday. It was our marquee matchup thrown the field. I I'll talk about that in a minute. But let, let's actually start Bama and Utah State. Did anybody see anything that surprised them? Bama not getting that many QB pressures.
1: No, the hype, the hype around their defensive, uh, whoever their running back is, I forgot who it is. uh, Gibbs. Jimmy Gibbs. The hype behind Gibbs in the defensive line is so horrible because Gibbs didn't impress me at all.
3: He only had nine carries though, and those nine carries went for ninety-three yards.
1: uh, No, I just. Oh wait, no, that that was Tim. My bad. I'm no, stressed. no, no,
3: no. You're you're good. They just didn't. I felt like they didn't give him enough touches. That's the one bad thing I would that's, say about that's Alabama. That's why I
1: said I wasn't impressed with him because they didn't give him like he. If he's your best player, don't don't like not force feed him the ball, especially when you're like gonna kill this team. I mean,
0: all right. So we actually took was a lot
1: impressed of time. with the secondary though. I, I just wanted to say that we I took a lot of
0: time LSU. with LSU. So some of these like blowouts we're going to just scoot on past all right so what about kentucky and miami of ohio kentucky
3: did not look good
0: kentucky,
1: they just did not look good okay. Good. okay that, game,
0: that they, game literally scared me at halftime
1: okay I, I i was in because i got sent out to south carolina and the south carolina game i was watching the clowny show and then uh like uh, on the halftime board, it was literally showing it was tied at halftime. I was wondering what is going on. What is going on in Lexington, man?
0: It it was crazy. I didn't pay too much attention to it. I just kept getting like score alerts. I was like, all right, now
3: Kentucky, Le- you're you're supposed to be like top twenty five. Come on, play some ball. They're down in people though, especially like of course most people know that about running, back. Forward, running that back running that yeah. running back
2: group is just absolutely. Down, tremendously right now.
3: It shows you how much Chris Rodriguez means to that offense,
1: and he still fumbles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry.
0: I All right, to... so we're gonna scoot past that game. It's gonna miss Ole Miss and Troy. Uh,
2: I thought I think... Ole Miss was underwhelming. I, yes, I, I don't. I don't. I think thought you're... for playing a team like they were, they should have won more than just twenty-eight. Okay. To 10 against okay. Troy.
1: Let me tell you something. Luke should have Troy... started. Troy doesn't have a bad defense. Dart Dart didn't impress me as much. I think Dart Dart didn't establish that connection because it was a lower-level team. He couldn't establish a connection that Daniels did. He couldn't establish a connection that all the previous quarterbacks have done it besides maybe a couple. I'm just saying for hmm. the
2: hop around its name going into the season, they didn't impress me because everyone has been on the lane train, and the lane train, I wanted to get off of it after the first half.
1: Okay, let me let me explain something. I think their defense actually took a step up. I think I think where I think their defense took a step up for once. I was really impressed with their defense, and which is something I have never said about Ole Miss in the last four years. And their offense might be a little underwhelming, but we have to remember this is just week one, man. Their defense looked really good. I'm a I'm a pray I'm a cheer for Lane. I I trust Lane. Yeah,
3: which. Done. I'd like to say this. He was a little underwhelming, like you said Jackson Dart was. Uh, of course, you know he got the start over Altemeyer, I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Forgive me if I said it wrong. Um, the bright spot for me is Zach Evans. I believe it was 20 yeah. attempts with 130 yards. That's just really good numbers. That's right around uh, six-plus yards. I believe it's like, what, six six 6.5? Something something like that, but that's huge. Uh I don't believe he had a rushing T D at all. But the average on it, I mean, if you're averaging six six plus, whatever it is, yards, that that's huge. I mean, that's a first down in two plays. So I believe Zach Evans really lived up to the hype and some. And if he continues to do that, I think you could really watch him put this team on his back a little bit. I agree. But, him, him in general, I think, was enough to say that oldness Miss is still there. It's not like they're horrible. It's just, you know, week one, you got to get used to it. All right. So,
0: I would also like to extend, as we get into these next two games, a very uh, late uh, Happy Father's Day on behalf of the Pac-12 to the SEC. Um, we're going to go ahead and do the Georgia-Oregon game. Don't. Listen, I understand y'all are going to want to talk a lot about this game. I'm pretty sure everybody watched it. Uh, just, just give me your takeaways other than the Edson fact for heisman is the worst quarterback you've seen play in the last decade.
1: That's in Bennett for Heisman. I'd, I'd just right. like to first
2: off, I would like to first off admit I was wrong. I, sh- I picked Oregon.
1: Did I too. Wrong. I did too. I, just, I, did. I
2: really thought that.
1: Bo on a mission.
2: I, I thought true. Bo Dix was going to be on a mission. I thought Oregon as a team was going to be on a mission. I just thought with everything they were playing for, it was going to come out slinging. And they did quite the opposite. And Georgia just showed us why they were a national championship team last year.
3: I mean, hear me out, though, oh, with good. this offense. The wide receiver group and just the receiver group in general, even if you're including tight ends, looked – elite for georgia Lab mcconkey looked great uh he showed he could run which is huge for georgia and you know you know georgia had a really good passing offense when your leading receiver is a running back and <laughs> not only is he a running back he made the top five which i'm not going to spoil all that but all i'm saying is he made the top five i'm not going to say where And it was Kenny McIntosh with like 117 yards receiving. If that doesn't say enough about the Georgia offense, it's so versatile and I'm very interested in it. Stetson looked great and there ain't much to say. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait before you,
0: hold on, hold on. Let me speak real quick. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way. So my whole thing is I thought Georgia was going to be not as good As they were last year Uh, the defensive, the defensive line is not everything that it used to be. The secondary is just bolstered and a hell of a lot better. I thought with Oregon taking Dan Lanning or Lanning that they would have a better defense as a defensive minded coach. I don't understand how you can sit on the sideline, watch them throw to the tight end every other play. And go, yeah, they won't do it again. Let's not cover tight end. Like, come on. And the tackling? Are you kidding me? You got hurdled. No, Darnell, he is a freak athlete. But come on. Meet him him pad to pad. Don't go for his knees. Don't none of that. Because you know he's an athlete. He will hurdle you. Why would you do that? Oregon is overrated, has been overrated. Their defense is not good. The linebacking core is garbage. Whoever's calling the defensive plays for them is the dumbest person that I've ever seen in my life. And how in the hell do you let the tight ends just go off when you like that? Like, this is no knock at Georgia's tight end core at all. But I think once you've seen it happen for one half of the game, you would, I don't know, <clears throat> find a way to make sure the tight ends are contained. They're running simple drags. Put a, like literally, they're not running intricate routes. They're running drags. What? Can I say is, something? What the hell are you doing? Yeah.
1: Okay, I think Georgia's defense was a little overrated in the game. I I yeah, they allowed three points, but I really think Bo had some guys wide open and he missed them completely. I think I think uh he we went for the deep shot too much, which was really stupid. Why would you do that against the Georgia secondary? I I just want to know what Bo Nick is. like. I truly want to know. Yeah, I'm gonna throw it deep. I'm gonna underthrow him too. Like, I I'm gonna be honest. Really think their defense was kind kind of overrated. I I think their offense will be their strength this year. I truly think that. And I think
0: we are actually in Georgia. We're actually now taking donations to uh, buy Bo Nick some glasses so he can see correctly. Because get him laser eye band. surgery,
3: he needs
1: it bad. But
3: how, yeah. how about Malachi Starks, though? I believe he's a freshman stepping up, oh, and, yeah, uh, it, making he plays.
1: Stepped, he stepped up. I, I, I agree with that. Right. And
3: this will, this will be my last takeaway, and I'll make it real quick. Okay. I think the worst part about it is the fact that. Uh, Dan Lanning said that he knew what Stetson Bennett's weaknesses was, and then let is. then let Bennett then let Bennett go off for like what three sixty eight passing yards, and rushing just yeah, make plays. That's horrible. Man. Like, why are you going to let that happen? But speaking of the
0: Pac twelve and its horrible teams and overrated, uh, let's go ahead and Florida. get to the Florida game. I'm going to go ahead and get on my soapbox again for this one. There's two things that I took away from that weekend. One, wrong. <clears throat> if you play Florida, that read option's coming and you better know how to stop it. Because Anthony Richardson, like I said before the season even started, is an athlete and he's gonna prove everybody wrong. But Utah cannot tackle, I guess it's the Pac twelve. They don't they don't practice that over there. And whoever their quarterback is, I don't want to butcher his name again. I have butchered it so many times. Cam Rising. He made Cam a Rising. lot of bad passes. I mean, like too low. I mean, kind of overleading his receiver. But my final he- thing about that game is, how do you beat the number seventeen? Like I understand, they're the number seventeen. A lot of hype around him. You're ranked thirty-six. What? In, what in God's green earth is going to push you all the way up to what twelve? Yeah, Oregon ranked 11. Yeah, Oregon fell all the way out. Dude. I, I Yeah, I
2: mean, I, I would disagree with your take that Utah played absolutely awful. I think, Ryzen actually, awful. I think, I think Cam Rising Cam 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 actually played great except for the last
0: throw
1: let of the me, game. Let me tell you something. With the interception. It was a very
0: key third down. Besides. just couldn't convert on because he wouldn't lead the passes. It's the
1: last play of the game. Besides the last play of the game. And, and say Cam Rising completes that pass for a touchdown. The entire hype's around him. He had the game. Yep. He had a really great game. You're, you can't, you can't pin that. I'm I mean, not like, pinning it.
0: Like can't, I'm, I'm can't just saying, good. there were some crucial third downs that could have put the game away.
1: Yeah, but he did. He. he did I mean, some there was crucial the
2: plays for Florida as well that they what probably could have ended the game. Literally, Florida's first drive. It looked like they were gonna go and score a touchdown, and then Montrell Johnson fumbled the ball. Luckily. He didn't skip a beat after that fumble. But everything, all this talk about Utah being a trash team now is just, to me, that's irre- irrelevant because the same thing that we said at the start of the podcast saying it's just week one
1: yeah. is still
2: my takeaway. And I think Utah still played a decent game. You know, I think they still game. have a chance to win the Pac 12.
1: They, they Bro, will win the back. There, there's not a single team in the Pac-12 that can beat them. I, I, I mean, I see
3: USC. 100%. USC
1: cannot beat them. USC cannot beat them. Whoa, okay, beat okay. Them.
3: that's a that's another. Topic, U- but we okay. are
1: also the, the SEC was, only. So let's just get with, off of
3: that. I'd be I'm shocked, with Florida.
1: No, real quick, Florida. Did I'd, be shocked, me. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if there's USC. Still some stuff. That that doesn't cool.
3: matter. That doesn't matter. We're focusing on Florida and Utah. But I well, think the takeaway. Go ahead. I think the takeaway for me is the fact that. Ar is really good at escaping pressure, uh, the little pressure he mm. did have, and breaking sacks. I mean, how many times did you see that man break away from what should have been a sack? It, it was Utah a just
2: lot. couldn't. Utah just couldn't take him down.
3: They okay. couldn't finish. And it. you,
2: but you, okay. but the thing is, is do you wonder? Is mm-hmm. it because Utah couldn't just tackle, or do you wonder if it was literally just because Anthony Richardson is is? body just physically built him is, is him, build build is to do him. It different he is
1: him he is him
0: all okay right, so let's go ahead and get off of that game we've got like wait can i before. can
1: i say one we final have 10 team. minutes remaining so make uh, it
0: fast
1: okay so I, I as i said in the video uh oh, not the video the podcast as i said in the beginning of it that all quarterbacks need to establish connection ar-15 the hype around him all offseason. I didn't think he would establish that connection in week one, and I, I was completely wrong. He established a connection perfectly, and like he fit in the offense completely, and I i will take my L. I will take my L. Okay, I'm done. Alright,
0: we're going to speed past the next games after this one. We sent our buddy Dane out there, and he had to sit through the eternal halftime known as a weather delay. The Texas mm-hmm. a and whole three-hour one game. I'm going to just say this right now. If Texas A&M plays anywhere near how they did in the first half, they're going to be like a cakewalk team. Because if Sam Houston oh, definitely. can stop the run, Vandy will stop the run. Mississippi State will stop the run. Anybody will stop South the run. South
1: Carolina
0: will stop the run. Yeah, that is true. All right. But that's my only takeaway. Anybody got any more takeaways from that game?
3: just add I just, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. just want to add that a m's key kind of offensive lineman guy that he's basically the general kind of thing of the offensive line was mm-hmm. out for a sickness that game oh, okay, definitely messed up with the offensive line. Jalen Jones, our star- our star cornerback was uh out for the week. Max Wright, one of our players will be. Out for the next few weeks uh, with a leg injury, just a few things like that. But I think AM definitely came back in the second half with intent to kill after that you, first half. You know, though, I, I will say another bright side, and I'll make it real quick. Anias Smith is it Anias? Is that how you pronounce it? Looked great. He uh, had yeah. what 164 yards, <laughs> like 164, yeah, two, 165 two receiving yards. Touchdowns. That's just insane.
0: All right, <clears throat> South Carolina.
1: I'll get this quick. It
0: was, yeah, it was the, uh, the Jadavion yeah. Clowney retirement. Great game. Okay. O-line's okay. Clowney
1: garbage. Retired. Okay. Clowney retirement was great. It was a phenomenal show. The lights went up on his name on the board screen. It was perfect. The first quarter, the first half, South Carolina yeah. looked like a pretty solid team. You could tell Rattler was moving the Often he didn't move it to the red zone. He always moved it downfield to like the fifty or forty, which they never even did last year. You could tell Rattler fit off, but you could tell he was still. Uh, the offensive line was horrible. He was rolling outside the pocket, made a huge play, as you can see, he was on SEC Network, he made a huge like thirty yard throw. It, he he was ball- he was balling out in the first half, like he for for a guy with an offensive line that was running out. The score was twelve to seven in the first in the at, at, at halftime. The halftime show, as I said, was great. The third quarter around, Rattler throws, Rattler throws a, Rattler throws a uh, it's it's a good pass. I think it's a little bit overthrown. It's in his hand. It's in a Marion Brooks. He drops it, and then the defense picks it, and that that pick overshadowed his entire game. From like a little stress, you could you could sense it because then right it after that turnover, interception too, right. I'm talking about this right now. After that, after that, uh, they took a 14 to they took a 14 to 12 lead, and everything. Went wrong. Rattler had a game, ha, had a game leading drive. You could tell he like was locked in on the drive, and he threw a touchdown to Marshawn Lloyd. He, he was shut out from there. He, he did really solid from there, except for one uh, idiot pick. I, I have to admit, it was garbage, but. Let, let me tell you, Battler is the guy. The offensive line is just horrible. But I've heard that South Carolina didn't use any really plays. Like they didn't use any of their because they were trying to see what Arkansas had. They were looking towards Arkansas and got missed the red. But all right. Me, but I'll say okay, one thing. That, I'll say one thing. All right. The special all right. teams is amazing.
0: We've got four other games in four minutes.
1: That's yeah, we saw we that. Didn't re- need a, re- we didn't re- need re- a breakdown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> breakdown I every mean, single play that we played by play. My bad.
2: Recap. Hi, I'm ESPN. Please. All I'm gonna say is it was underwhelming. Yeah. South Carolina did what they needed to do, but South Carolina was underwhelming, just All like right. other teams All were. Right.
0: Cincy and Arkansas.
1: Take uh, away that game since little...
0: he didn't deserve to be ranked, and neither <laughs> does Arkansas.
1: <laughs> yeah, Arkansas was underwhelming. Uh, their def- their defense did really bad, uh, and uh you know, go go, Bearcats. Um, I mean, I think um, Arkansas
2: uh... played decent. I think KJ Jefferson was a dog.
1: Oh,
3: I I, completely yeah.
2: I mean, I think that Arkansas is going to be a force to be reckoned with.
3: Yeah. I mean, KJ looked great, and another person that I focused on was uh, Jaden Hazelwood, and he looked like a, a all-star out there. I'm not going to lie, so I'm very focused on him. All right. We're going to get into the next game. Well, we've got two more now,
0: and then we're going to get into the sponsorship. So, no play-by-plays for these
1: next three or next two, all okay, right? Okay, man. <laughs> All right, next game, Mississippi State. Uh Mississippi State killed them offensively. Their defense was a little questionable, but uh their offense is elite. Nothing else. Will Rogers is good.
2: Yeah, I'd second that. Mississippi State's offense just absolutely yeah, say, dominated Memphis.
3: Yeah, great passing team. All right.
0: Next game. Oh god, did I just Vandy and Elon? We started talking about Mike right at the beginning of the episode. Do y'all think he can my carry this motivation into Wake Forest? Yes.
2: I mean, I still think it'll be an interesting game, even with Hartman back. I think Hartman's going to pop off, but I think you also see Mike also pop off. So,
1: I, Yeah, I completely agree.
2: But didn't we forget the Mercer-Auburn, or did we already go? No, I'm that?
0: getting to that one next. Oh, okay. All right, Mercer-Auburn.
1: Auburn looked very very underwhelming. And I said they were underrated. Their defense looks really, that.
0: They have this uh, receiver. Tank, Tank Bigsby looked great. They have a receiver Bigsby. that shows Bigsby. promise. Yeah, I guess Johnson. It.
3: Yes. I completely agree.
0: He's going to be a stud once he transfers out of Auburn. <clears throat> All right. And final game Tennessee and Ball State.
1: Anybody Tennessee's offensive lead. Oh, sure, ten, domination yeah, ten, From
3: the first play of the game, it was Tennessee was did pig. what
2: they were supposed to do. I think that there's a couple spots that they need, they'll they have to improve on, but that that's with any team with a win or a loss regardless. There's stuff that has to be improved.
0: All right. Well, thank you all for tuning into this episode. Sorry that we had to rush the end there. We all kind of got a little carried away with certain games, but we want to give a shout-out to our sponsorship at ProU Sports. Go check them out using the link in our Instagram bio. Uh, We really appreciate it. It's given back to the podcast so that we can give back to y'all. I actually have a phone call tomorrow. This is being recorded on Tuesday night. I have a phone call with them tomorrow about setting up a a giveaway of some sort. So just keep your ears to the phone and keep watching the Instagram, but make sure you download that link. If you don't download that link and don't show it to us, we know that you're not eligible for the giveaway. So thank you all. This has been V2 Sports Recap,
3: and we'll see you all in two days. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night from the V2 crew.